Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Brendan, and you know what? I was visited by three ghosts on Christmas. Huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah, okay. Wow. All right, yeah, all right. I'm Pippin, and I'd, I'd say that I ain't afraid of no ghosts, but I, I'm very afraid of, of, of most ghosts. Ha! I was going to do a Ghostbusters joke. I feel real bad now. I'm Alex, and you guys don't stand a ghost of a chance. Oh. Uh, wow. A ghost of a chance. <laughs> of a chance. No, no, I, no, it's I not want everyone to better. know that Alex and I are in the same room for this recording. Uh, for the first time any of us have ever been in the same room with each other when we do this. And he looked me dead in the eye when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, my boy. Brendan, does this mean that we're outnumbered? Yes. I guess. That's always true. Oh, alright. That makes sense. And that's why you guys don't stand a ghost of a chance. I see. Um, like, the third time is not gonna make it work. Rule of threes doesn't work here! It's the or charm. It always works. Or does it? <laughs> You'll find out. You'll find out in the uh, final, uh, in the uh, final cut. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, and and I'm Cat, and I've clearly made some choices for this episode, or have I? You uh. certainly have, because today we're talking about a uh, story idea of yours. What involving? Now, uh, this is gonna be crazy here. It's involving ghosts. <laughs> So uh, if you want specific content warnings about what we might talk about, uh, check out the show notes on NoStoryIsSacred.com. But, you know, I'm guessing there's probably going to be ghost romance. Wow. Oh, there's going to be a ghost dildo, isn't there? What? Gildos, Pippin. Come on. Use the correct terminology. <laughs> My God. Fair. Fair. I mean... I just extrapolated what I know of you. I mean, there's going to be ghost nipples. There. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. And so, you know what? Why don't we let Kat explain this concept to us, uh, just her story, it, hopefully with more words than she used in her group chat to, uh, describe to this, uh, describe this to us, uh, earlier this week. So Kat, explain yourself. <laughs> Is there any explanation for me? No. Uh, <laughs> we know you. Yeah. All right, so it comes down to this. What the literally the only thing I sent I sent my siblings this time because, as you know, of previous episodes, we tend to come up with summaries or even uh, partials of stories, and we send them yeah. out, and so that the the siblings can uh, help us figure shit out. Literally, the only thing I told them this time is, I want to write a ghost story, and yeah, I showed up anyway because I, know, I love you. I, I I feel that I feel that right here. A woman's heart should be. <laughs> okay, so you're holding your heart, uh, you know, again, audio medium here. We cannot see you right now. <laughs> thump, 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 thump. Okay, so um, that, that was an audio for you. Thank you. You're welcome. So basically what it comes down to is I, I super love horror. I think we've, we've established that over however many episodes we've done. Um, Unfortunately. I know. I super love ghost stories. However, I've tried over and over again. I'm really fucking lousy at them. I can't figure out the, uh, the beats. I can't figure out the, uh, the appropriate ratio between spooky stuff and like metaphors for the main character's childhood. I, I, I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. Um, hmm. and so what I'd like some help with is as I'm wondering if you guys would step up and uh, assist me with writing a ghost story it's a bold strategy cotton <laughs> uh can i get some help you guys can we have an intervention i mean there is no helping you <laughs> i see okay good note good but note <laughs> yep, yep 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 uh i i also love how you're coming to all of us but you know to me uh for help when i don't read ghost stories but surely, here's the thing, though. You, uh, I think, the closest to me, maybe Alex in there, I'm throwing Brendan right under the bus, uh, yeah. are, are the closest in terms of, um, you know, random uh, interest in folklore, uh, mm. uh, genre, 
tropes in, in, you know, that particular study, although Brendan loves the tropes as well. Um, no, I'm just having a good time. Uh, horror Brendan tropes? Under. Oh, no. Yeah. Ew. What? No. Shit. Well, Pippin, yeah. at least you know about them because you hate them. <laughs> ha. True. Okay. So, I guess, question the first. Why do you want to tell a ghost story? Aside from just loving tropes and all that, is there... I mean... Like a message you're wanting to convey? Well, I mean, let us let me throw this question back at you. Do I need to have a message to convey to want to write a ghost story? I mean, most stories okay. have a message to convey in general. Yes. All art is political. Ooh. Well, what? Uh, so here's a thought that comes to my mind when it comes to a ghost story. Okay. Like, ghosts, to my recollection or whatever, kind of represent something not being fulfilled. Correct? Okay. So that's why there's a ghost there in the first place. There was some need that... Maybe for whatever reason was impossible to do during uh, life or their life was suddenly cut short. So there is this need for fulfillment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Something in their life got unresolved. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is a type of ghost is the kind that come back because they have to solve something. But one of the other types of ghosts, as we know in uh, 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 from popular lore, are the sort of recording kind. You know, that that's why we have ghosts that walk through walls, because they're walking through the hallways that used to be there. And it's just a that's, repetition of things. That is the need to tell the story. Ooh. Mm. The events that happened to pass it on to the living so that they might know. Stop so, at one and three. And, the, and of course, there's the vengeful ghosts who, who isn't unfinished business or they got business after they died of... Of, of, uh, you killed me, now I want mine. Or, yeah. Or, hey, asshole, you just disturbed my burial ground. Fuck you. It's on. I guess, yeah, vengeance can be one, I guess, but that's just a need for revenge. I mean, I would just argue like, that something got unresolved there, too. Yeah. They, they died, uh, in unfortunate ways, and they're upset about it, and they want to resolve this traumatic thing that happened to them. Resolving trauma through violence. The best way to do it. Did Pippin mention the one ghost that she actually likes? Uh, no. no. Yeah, I was talking about how a vengeful ghost can still be a sort of unresolved uh, ghost because they got murdered and they want to resolve that shit. That is true. That is true. Much like the dreadful ghost, which is uh, one of my favorite folk songs growing up. Uh, but she Which is notably a ghost story. It's a ghost story. It, it has ghost right in the title. <laughs> uh, but... She didn't get killed. She killed herself after being done wrong by a man. Let that be a lesson. Uh, and then she comes back and uh, drags a sailor to hell. So that was pretty great. As one does. Like you do. As one does. So can I share with you guys something that I think is, is useful? It's something that actually really pings me a lot about why I want to write a ghost story. Go sure. for it. So it's uh, it's a, um, I don't know if it's the entire poem or if it's part of a poem by Richard Seiken? Seiken? Something like that? Um, but it's... What is a ghost? Something dead that seems to be alive. Something dead that doesn't know it's dead. That's the poem. Huh. Right? I feel like that covers the spectrum. It's creepy and I do not like it. It's the best poem ever. So. uh, Now that's the duck. (laughs) Behold the duck. Well, wait, wait. What about the tiger? Nah, the duck. It does not cluck. A cluck it lacks. It quacks. Quacks. And when it dines. Or sups, it bottoms up. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, you missed a line there, Pippin. Wait, what <gasps> line did I miss? It's especially fond oh, of shit. puddles or ponds. And when it dines or sups, it bottoms up. Listen. Yeah. Way to go, <laughs> casual. Ugh. What? Well, Our wait, high what about- English teachers were disappointed in us. In me, specifically. But what about the tiger by Nail, age six? The tiger. He destroyed his cage. Yes. Yes! The tiger is out. That is pretty great. Hmm. Right? Genius hmm. child. But, okay, so That's not I, the point of the story no, here. The uh, we need ghosts. <laughs> we can talk about our favorite poetry all day long. Okay, so it sounds like maybe I'm getting caught up in having too much knowledge of the vast variety of ghost shit. Mm. My question is, what, what 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 would your ghost want? What does your ghost want is tends to be the I big would question. ask what you want. 
What does your What do you want your ghost to want? <laughs> what do I want? What? Ah, shit. See, okay, so here's my question. Which is more important? Is it the ghost or is it the people or person interacting with the ghost? Who is more important? I mean, one of them is alive. Yeah. Because here's the thing. The ghost is basically set in a uh, emotional feedback loop of sorts. Oh, interesting. The ghost gets resolution through the living character. Could one say that the living character is also in an emotional feedback loop and needs the ghost to resolve it? Sure. Why right. not? I mean, there are. Fuck it, cat. You're writing it. Sure. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I would. Uh, oh, you guys. I think either I'm going to say something dumb or something brilliant. Okay. Go for it. Could be both. Could be both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the ghost lacks agency. Hmm. <gasps> uh, it it literally cannot act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it has a set sort of what Behavior. it can do, what it's feeling is set in stone. That's just it for it. Okay. You know, if it's vengeful, it's just vengeful. If it's sad, it's just sad. What if it's sexy? If it's sexy, it's just sexy. It billows. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, But it's got these things that it does over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. The ghost that walks through walls is just going to keep walking through that wall. It okay. Ghosts haunt a place. They can't leave it. Yeah, okay. Uh, whereas the living people, they can fucking go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then just get haunted by their own thoughts. Metaphor. Uh, <laughs> but they're the ones who have the the power to enact change. Now that's fascinating. Or be changed by it. Or potentially and hopefully both. Mm. Um, uh, That's very fascinating because I was, you know, kind of trying to figure out, like, what's the difference between, you know, uh, Ghostbusters and uh, The Spirit of Christmas, my favorite Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Iron Man 3 is right there about fun. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it came out in April. I don't accept it. So my- It's set during Christmas. Come at me. Listen, that's what Die Hard's for. So anyway. Okay, let's fight with you. <laughs> but in the spirit of Christmas, like, yeah, he, he turns corporeal. Uh, he is a, he appears to have agency because he's, you know, wandering around muttering and shit. However, you are correct in that he is just repeating his same actions every 12 days of Christmas, going around being curmudgeonly and, and eating food and playing piano shirtless. As one does, for safety reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not until uh, the girl shows up and has agency and in, you know, requires change and, and, and pushes change on the ghost that something happens. Now, that's, that's a, a cheerful case because they want to bone. But in the cases of horror, you could say that the, the not intervention, but the appearance of a human actor also opens the opportunity for change and sometimes not to the good. Like, what are you doing in my house? I will haunt you until you leave. Shit like that. Yeah. Thoughts? Um, that could be fun. I was, I was trying to think of like, because I'm me and just gotta be extra, hmm. like, the, the only time, like, you can kind of break from that mold would be, like, having a ghost protagonist, and it's like, I almost think, like, the only time you ever really see that happen is, like, the recently dead, right? Like, a main character that is dead, prota- uh, ghost. Oh, 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 a, a main protagonist who has just died and is therefore going through the... Yeah. Yeah. Trying to figure out this ghost shit. Yeah. Like, what are their faces in Beetlejuice? Yeah, exactly. That was exactly what I was thinking about. It's like, well, they don't really fit that mold. They do, though. Yeah, they're, they're tied to the house and what they want to do. Well, what they want to do is they want to keep it being their house. Yeah. And maybe they don't even realize that that's sort of like their repetitious their pattern. Yeah. Like being stuck in that pattern. Um, And then when the change happens, whether they like it or not... Thanks to Catherine O'Hara, um, <laughs> then that does push what they then do. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's very interesting. I'd never thought of that. So I think one thing we're hitting on so far is the ghost is stuck in a pattern, a feedback loop, like we said before. Mm-hmm. So that's something to play with. And has no agency. Uh, yeah. Or no agency without the impetus of the outside actor. Yeah. Man, it kind of sucks to be a ghost, huh? What? Who'd have thunk it? Well, I mean, that's the difference between a ghost and, like, a demon that randomly 
you know, does ghost-like things, but fucks with you on purpose. Yeah. Demons are assholes. We knew this. Yeah. Ghosts are not necessarily assholes. They're just unfortunate souls. Poor unfortunate souls? Yeah. (laughs) In pain. In need. There we go. Um, And that's uh, all we'll sing there. No copyright strike for us. Yay. Um, Okay. So what we have, so, so far we're looking at uh, something with a repetition, something it has need. I I think at this point we're looking at, now it's time for the author, me, to make some fucking choices, I guess. Yep. An Um, author making choices? What? Okay. So then the question is, I mean, like what kind of, well, okay. Talk to me, you guys. What kind of genres do you associate with ghosts? We've already pointed, I mean- what what do you feel out there? Well, I mean, we already have mentioned horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of they can kind of work for anything. Uh, I are mean, they, are they meta tropes? I mean, they can work in a, they can work a, as action. Uh, one of the more popular cartoons uh, back in the two thousands was uh, Danny Phantom, who was half ghost. Half ghost. Did he have agency? Did his human half help him do stuff? I mean, he got ghost powers, and because he was human, he. Got to because do stuff. he still lived. Because yeah. he had the animus within him. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Hold on to that uh, animus mumbo jumbo. That can be used to uh, yeah. explain away anything, really. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, we've already mentioned romance because you can basically fuck anything. Uh, comedy. Comedy yep. tonight. <laughs> tragedy tomorrow. <laughs> uh, that being said, tragedy. Oh, you can put it in science fiction. Like, unlike a blaster, which is if you stick it into fantasy... It's now science fiction. Um, and then if you get the Holy Grail and put it into the space, now it's fantasy. Yeah. Well, with, with sci-fi, you know, mm-hmm. you have your very soft sci-fi where there's literal ghosts like through alien, whatchamad, whatever, or cosmic cloud, whatchamad, whatevers. You can also like have like the literal voice of the dead, uh, mm. oh, uh ghost in the machine. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh my yep. God. Oh no. Oh, here's the thing. GNU. Here's the thing. Terrible. Like, if I'm sending out transmissions at light speed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I go faster than light, that means I can get to my destination before those messages come. So if somebody died mid-transit in FTL, <gasps> you can get, like, messages from them after the fact. Messages from the dead! Yeah. Also, remember, Kat, you've been listening to, uh, what was her name? Nessie Fish? Leslie Fish. Oh, yeah. yep, yep. I've been listening like, to Leslie Fish. And you know what one of those songs is? What is it, Alex? Carmen Miranda's ghost, who is taunting Space Station Space Station 3. three. <laughs> you know, half the crew is seen her, plus the Porkmaster and May. Uh, there's actually quite a few ghost songs on uh, on the album Carmen Miranda's Ghost. Weird. Right? Um, including some ones that could be considered metaphorical ones. So, for instance, uh, there's one where a uh, the pilot dies, but leaves a message on the screen to explain how to pilot the ship back home. So is that a ghost? Is like, is that more? Is that treading the edge of what we're counting on that? You know, here's the thing: we can interpret it however you want. Whenever you get this published, <laughs> nobody needs to know that it was originally supposed to be a ghost story. And actually, I kind of like that that story beat there of like the dead person is the pilot, and you know maybe they're trying to guide the loved one back home. I do like that because I I have a huge fondness for like I'm a sucker for. Ghost in the Machine type stories, uh, holograms of dead people. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. I'm not gonna let that slide. You like Rimmer? Wait, is Rimmer a ghost? He's dead. Yeah. <gasps> Arnold Rimmer's a dead fucking ghost. And also, Bren, remember, uh, yeah. remember, uh, Adam Malkovich from Metroid Fusion? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And the video game Metroid Fusion. And, uh, you're assisted by an AI who turns out to be the brain scan uh, of the main character's former CEO. Oh. I do like AIs being kind of like brain scans of somebody. Oh, a spoiler for Portal Portal in general, I guess. Oh, but yeah. isn't Gladys? Yeah, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn. Ooh, creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it, it seems like that's a trope, at least in science fiction. If that's the way you're wanting to go, that AIs in general, like programmers got lazy and decided that just copying the personality of a human was just the shortcut to ai didn't someone make a like a parser out of uh their partner's uh texts 
That's creepy. Yeah, like... Didn't that happen in a Black Mirror episode? I mean, it's possible. Like uh, It sounds Black Mirror-ish. Like, from the first season, um, Haley Atwell was in it, and uh, the guy who plays the ginger in the most recent Star Wars... Dominic Gleason. Yeah, and uh, he dies unexpectedly, and she uploads all of his texts and all of his social media and all of that into like a random blank ai that then turns into like a hairless baby version of him yeah Ooh. i think you're right and then she's like wow this is the creepiest fucking thing imaginable for the record i do not consent to ever have that done to my texts and stuff same y'all can just mourn me and let me go wait wait i do uh, have one example if you when you can do it pippin for okay. me all right so that uh, my creepy AI can dramatically enter my own awake like a bitch. Fair enough, you right. See, when I'm right, right? But I, mean, I put that into your hands. This is up to you. You make the final call. I will endeavor to make this the best wake possible. Thank you. Mm. Uh, though, for the record, you are not invited to your wake. If you, I find out you're haunting it, I will be mad. <gasps> I'll haunt Alex and he'll, like, sneak me in. Alex will be fucking there. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice he didn't say no. Woo! Anyway. Okay, so what what have we established here? Uh, that you've got work ahead of you. Yes, Fuck lots you. of work. Oh my so god. So I guess, well, let, let's establish some things. Okay. What setting do you feel like playing with that can steer us a little better? Do you feel like playing contemporary, historical, science fiction? You know what? I've I've tried contemporary. I get caught up in my own nonsense. I do like the idea of ghosts in space. Like, that's pretty cool. That's a mixing of genres. I'm all about the slipstream, you know? Yep, yep. And I mean, like, proper fucking ghosts. Not not AI shit. Not uh, wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey. Um, okay, then. Okay, yeah, that helps steer us a, a little better. Um, For the record, caught up on my bullshit, the Catherine uh, Crichton story. <laughs> 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 like, that just sounds like your life. First of all, what gives you the right? Second of all, accurate. Um, <laughs> Buy me a pin that says, and I swear I'll wear it to the next convention we're all at. So, I mean, th this this helps. I mean, okay. so we can lean into various sci-fi tropes if we want. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it helps steer it a little bit, so. Well, I think that there's a nice, uh, so space- Reminds me of ships, you know, mm -hmm. sea stuff. I also like, I also like nautical ghosts. Dreadful ghost. I also love that song. Our parents wrote a story called Jenny Nettles. That was a ghost story. Ooh, yep. that's uh, creepy. Right? I'm a big fan. So, and I, sorry, I'm not sure I want, you know, science fiction in, like, on a planet. No, you want it on the ship. Well, here's the thing that having a ship with a ghost on it helps is that the characters involved have to fix this there is no convenient you know like like if it was contemporary and i find out like ooh, this creepy cabin that we are renting is haunted you know what i'm in the car we're out of here bye ghost and we're yeah, gone there is an element of being trapped yeah you can't get out do not you can edit that <laughs> Oh my god, I hate you. I'm sorry, Pippin. <laughs> Why am I even here? It. I should have skipped this one. No, Pippin, you're my favorite. Ugh. Lol. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I like the idea of, you know, being trapped. Uh, yep. It's like a submarine episode. I do love submarines. Ghost on a submarine. <laughs> There's a noise coming from the engines, but there are no readouts to back that noise up. Yeah. According to the ship, from... there's nothing happening. But people keep hearing something. Oop. Here's a go little ghost story. Hey, quick, it can dirty. Uh, you're on a submarine and you're, you're, uh, passing through, uh, and on that submarine you're passing through a ship, a ship graveyard. So mm. every now and then you're, you start singing and a kind of fog of, of, of some sailor or wafts through and it's always someone different. And sometimes it's you. Guys, I had an idea. It used to be with spaceships, you would send bodies tumbling out. I'm sorry, in irregular sailing ships, you would toss bodies out into, like, the cold waters, right? And then, like, fucking fish would eat them or something. And we've seen science fiction where they toss uh -huh. bodies out yeah. the airlock, right? 
Well, there's no fucking fish to eat them. So what if all these bodies start like, I don't know, clumping together? And so then we have our, uh, uh, our main character ship come across one of these like spacers graveyards. Gross. Yeah. Like, and like maybe there's a planet nearby. So that's, you know, there's been a convenient gravitational whatever. But yeah, like imagine like the, uh, the, like the giant lumps of plastic that we get in our ocean now. Like that, Oof. but with bodies. Whoa. Also, I want you to know that when I said bodies, something fell down in my living room. And I don't know what. Nice. I hate it. Same. Because I can't quite see my from my living room in here. So that's great. It's probably the cat. Is it, though? Probably. <laughs> it's lack of definitely that concerns me. Um. So, yeah. What if, what if we had a ship come across one of these spacers' graveyards? And it's like a myth, like uh, like Rat Kings, you know? Somebody heard that they saw that this one time, but it's never shown up on any of the maps. Maybe it floats randomly. I don't know. But uh, our spacer has come across one, and it's gross. I'd be sufficiently horrified to discover a large clump of dead bodies in space, so yeah. Nice, nice. Now the question is, where do ghosts come in? Or what do you do when you are confronted with a gigantic pile of... Uh, spacers bodies what if one of the bodies looks like you <gasps> ew i love it that reminds me of a japanese horror graphic novel no <laughs> Kenji ito yeah oh, I yeah. are you thinking ito. the same one al uh in that one that's Cover like yours, the Pippin. Whole... uh there's Ow. a take off your fucking headphones <laughs> the sound will go through the mic cat i am trapped here <laughs> no, in that one in that uh, Ito story, like, it's like, there's a hole that is just your shape. Oh, shit, I know that one. You feel drawn to it, Compelled. like you have to go into the hole. That's a classic. Yeah, Amethyst it's a classic. goes back into her hole she was made in all the time. Actually, Amethyst yes. Is fine. Actually, yes. When I saw that bit of Steven Universe, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Someone reads horror manga. As yep. a note, by the way, if, if you've ever wondered, the only manga I like is horror manga. This is my shocked face. <laughs> yeah. So, first of all, that gets into my awesomeness about doppelgangers. <laughs> I fucking love doppelgangers. Love it, love it, love it. And with science fiction, you can have all sorts of shit going down. Like, oh, fuck, is it a clone? Am I a clone? Uh, is one of us an android? Is this real? Am I going space crazy? Well, here's something you can always play with if you want to lean into the science fiction trips a little more. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yeah teleportation or faster than light travel is actually impossible for a human to actually do you're just cloned on the other side oh don't worry your body's destroyed wink wait a second that's just uh uh i know that book the prestige that's the prestige <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> by the way everyone spoiler alert for the ending of the prestige <laughs> well because here's the thing information can travel faster than light that's true bodies can't uh, which is also uh, uh, part of what goes on in the book Altered Carbon, I think. You know, you can slick, stick people's brains into essentially any number of, you know, body sleeves. Um, yeah. Gross. As necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. However, ghosts, ghosts haunt. Okay? Yep. I, can we say that a standard need, like, like, okay, so in romance novels, how do you define a romance novel? There's a, a romance and there's a happily ever after. What defines a ghost story? Uh, Does there have to be a haunting? I say yes. Sure. Mm. Ooh, Pippin's making a noise. Well, here's the thing. Uh -huh. I don't read or watch a lot of ghost stories because, again, don't like them. Yep. I'm a scaredy cat. Fair enough. It is known. Yep. But I feel like that's not <laughs> but I cannot come up with an example where it's not. Hmm. Well, again, I, th I think one of the themes is the ghost needing something. So mm -hmm. they, it's usually done in the form of haunting poor, uh, unsuspecting, uh, living people. Well, because otherwise, how do you know it's a ghost? How do you define haunt? Good call. Good call. I would say that, um, that, that repetitive process that, that a ghost engages in is observable by the human actor. Is Polly Vaughn a ghost story? Yes, because the repetitive action, and we see her doing this, she has a boat full of men who have betrayed young ladies like her. No, that's a dreadful ghost. I'm talking about Polly Vaughn. Oh shit, Polly Vaughn. 
So Polly Vaughn um, is a sh- uh, was mistaken for a swan, and her true love shot her. And then he's at court, and during court, her ghost appears and says, "No, no, no! He did not mean to murder me. I had." for reasons, put my apron over my head like you do, and he thought I was a fucking swan in the middle of the woods. That makes sense. But the ghost said it, so it must be true. Um, I mean, I can I can see why a ghost need to pop up. Um, it's not necessarily a haunting. So, But it's a ghost. It so is a ghost. Here's the thing that's straight up sticking ghost. in my mind. Yeah. Is that a lot of these ghost stories tend to be mysteries in disguise. Yeah. Oh, ooh, So the living nice. character usually has to figure out what happened to the dead person mm-hmm. and more to the point how do i how do i get what this ghost needs such that it stops either being a ghost nuisance or or maybe it learns to move on or get some form of closure i don't know well i mean so oh i just had a thought Ooh, what's your thought what's your okay. thought so you know how i was just talking about faster than light travel and how you can like kind of get messages from essentially the future yeah what if you meet your own ghost due to faster than light stupidity (laughs) or not stupidity just faster than light time shenanigans and the ghost isn't able to directly communicate with you but it's you you know it's you and so you know because of your great astrophysics degree or whatever that now you have say 12 hours to figure out how the hell you're going to be dying in 12 hours, and how do I stop it? Is the you who is alive the you of the past? Of the present. Oh, well, I mean, but which yeah, one yeah. of you, which, who is relative to The ghost is who? from the future. Okay, the ghost is from the future. Yeah. So the ghost has already traveled faster Died. than light? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the ghost entered FTL, okay. but then, like, is on the ship, so, like, the ship is, like, anchored in space-time, or who knows what. I mean, it's, it's science fiction, we can make stuff up. That's the secret of sci-fi, kids. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it make logic uh, for me. Okay, so because of magic, I mean uh, science. science. Yeah. You are confronted by your own ghost, and you know it has to do with FTL shenanigans, which you know your ship will go into in 12 hours. Or yeah. exit out of FTL, at which point, at that point, you're dead. You're dead. I do like the idea that you're in FTL. If you drop FTL, you die sooner. Um, <laughs> if you die in FTL, you die in real life. <laughs> but if you go fast, but but you can only go stay in FTL for so long. Because uh, yeah. otherwise your ship runs out of fuel or some shit. Yeah. Or you just overshoot your mark. I guess, Pippin. Just saying. <laughs> so yeah, the, now you have like a mystery like... How did I die? Did I die because of FTL? Did I die from some other cause? I don't know. But now I have my ghost here and this is weird. I mean, I do have a a big fondness for the, you know, somebody's been poisoned with a slow acting but inevitably fatal poison. So they hire the detective to solve a murder. Who's mine? Dun, dun, dun. Well, because that's the thing, like... If, if you are playing with science fiction, you can do stuff that isn't usually observed in traditional ghost stories, of which having your own ghost mm-hmm. be there isn't common. Nope, that's true. And your ghost knows things that you don't. Uh, your ghost knows things that you don't? Uh, maybe your ghost is hiding something from you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Could maybe be. your ghost is in on it. <gasps> maybe you were in on it. Oh, what happens in that 12 hours of faster than light transit? We don't know yet. We're going to be learning. And the thing is, like, because of time uh, fuckery, Mm -hmm. like, going into the situation knowing that things go south instantly has you kind of, like, changing the future already. But uh, causality, whatever, that makes my head ache. So we're not going (laughs) to pay attention to that. Ghosts. Ghosts are... That, that changes the uh, the formula. Although there's a lot of fun in wasting time in thinking, (laughs) well, wait a second. Does by observing you mean I change it? <laughs> Shit. And then, you know, there's a ghost being like, just thunking its head against the wall, being like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm still, well, no, no, I'm still here, still, still dead. So, no. Ghost holds up a book. It's the, it's the Cat McDonald uh, uh, biography saying, still on your bullshit. What? <laughs> it's the closest well, then, it can give. Because oh, here's the thing. I, I think one of the things in order to maintain the mystery element, uh-huh. uh, as I mentioned before, is that the ghost has only, like, limited means of communication. Like, like it can only give you vague messages or something. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, can only guide you places. It can't actually physically communicate. 
Well, here's, here's again, me being back on my bullshit. I admit that if I were writing this story, I would be more likely to write the kind of story where it's just a repeating phantom. Thank you, Ghostbusters, for a useful terminology. So the uh, our character sees themselves walking down a hall and cannot interact with themselves, but there's some clearly some bullshit happening. Uh, and yeah. sometimes there's a bloody forehead, and sometimes they're dead, and then sometimes they're walking back into the canteen. And it's this repetitive loop. And then you can get into time shenanigans where the character ends up doing one of the activities and being like, oh shit, I have fulfilled, like, and figuring out the order that these things happened. In which case, is it really a ghost or is it just wibbly wobbly timey wimey? I admit I'd be likely to do wibbly wobbly timey wimey because that's fun, but using ghost tropes. Yeah. Yeah. But in this case, I am trying to do an actual ghost. All right. I think, I, I think it could be an actual legit ghost in this case because maybe the main character could always see ghosts shrug. Ooh. And so that's why they're especially concerned to see their own ghost. I do like that. Maybe they still die in the end. Oh, no. They guarantee, like, I, I'm, again, on my bullshit. I, yeah, I totally killed them off. Um, <laughs> spoiler for the book that hasn't come out yet. I, I have a question. <laughs> yes. You, you are the ghost of this story. What are you trying to do here? Oh. A good question. Uh, it could just be one of those, uh, one of those recorded images. The oh, repeating no, no. phantom. I, I'm not talking about her characters. I'm asking Cat. <gasps> what are you, what is your message here? What are you trying to get across? Uh-oh. Which I think oh, was no. the first question that you asked me. And I, and I <laughs> still haven't gotten an answer. An hour ago, I skillfully avoided it. Um, skillfully. <laughs> not that skillfully. <laughs> no, so I'm still here asking. Still on your bullshit. Yep. Okay. I mean, that gets into deeper questions of what I think the purpose of ghosts are. Uh, yep. There is writing wrongs. And that could be either crimes or something that you intended to do and couldn't do, uh, pr- keeping promises, uh, and so on. I'm going to say writing wrongs as the, as the umbrella for that. I think vengeance goes under that as well. Uh, yeah. So that covers a lot. Writing wrongs covers a lot, to be honest. Uh, informing about the true meaning of Christmas? Does that count? Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's different from writing wrongs. That's trying to... Pre- oh, preventing. Preventing wrongs. Writing wrongs, preventing wrongs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also where the ghost of yourself pops up and is like, don't do it. Or there's some classic, uh, children's horror. Sorry, Pippin. Uh, where <laughs> a, uh, a ghost of somebody who is not yet dead keeps showing up to the protagonist and it looks just like the, uh, the kid that keeps climbing the tree, even though he's scared of it until finally the main character's like, maybe I should get that kid to not climb the tree. I yeah. Don't like it. Don't like it. I, Sorry. Was that, wait, was that an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, it might have been, but it was also in uh, Bruce Coville's Book of Ghosts. One uh, of them. Yeah. I don't like either of those either. All due respect for Bruce. Writing a wrong, preventing a wrong. Uh, are there other reasons for ghosts? Um, nipples. And then I feel like, what? Nipples. nipples. Technically, though, that's also writing a wrong uh, in that particular case, uh, because that's why the ghost was still there. But you're right. The ghost has something else. I feel like the third thing is a less obvious, which is... um. Helping the protagonist, which is less about the ghost and more about like fucking metaphors or something. Wait, what were what were your categories again? Okay, uh, preventing a wrong, mm-hmm. writing a wrong, mm-hmm. and uh, fucking metaphors. Uh, where assisting the... the human, assisting the main character. Where do the ghosts in Beetlejuice fit into this? Ghosts in Beetlejuice, you could say that they are writing the wrong of somebody taking a uh, Catherine O'Hara taking over their house uh, and fucking wrong, it up. Though? Uh, well, they're also dicks to their kid. The, yeah, mm. so that's the uh, writing the wrong and preventing the wrong. True. I mean, to be fair, they created part of the wrong. They they wait. Did they summon Beetlejuice or did or did Lydia? Here's the thing. I listened to Beetlejuice the musical, the musical, the musical too re- too recently to know what was movie and what was musical. So I don't know. Uh, Lydia summoned. But that's because they left the book out. So the ghosts left the book out. Lydia summoned it. The human. Uh, the living one. And so they had to right the wrong of allowing Beetlejuice to come into the world or p- creating the circumstance whereby Beetlejuice came into the world. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's see. Dreadful Ghost, writing some wrongs right there. Uh, Polly Vaughn, again, writing some wrongs and a preventing a wrong. She didn't want uh, her uh, true love to be punished for something that he didn't do. Though he, he did do it. It was manslaughter, not murder. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying she should have gotten a better boyfriend. Um, 
I'm just saying that I want to know what fucking court case this, like, folktale is, like, loosely based around. Because what the shit? I'm just saying, Polly Vaughn was an inside job because uh, all the other ladies <laughs> of the valley were glad that she was dead. True. Fuck um, Polly Vaughn. Ugh, poor Polly Vaughn. Oh, oh, oh. And there's, uh, uh, who else? There's, um, the, uh, uh, the robber bridegroom. The robber bride, I think it's the robber bridegroom, where, uh, the, uh, the seventh or ninth girl that he brings to his murder ground turns out to be a ghost of the previous girl. And you didn't recognize her, rude. Listen, man, I mean, I, I think that's the least of his issues. Mm. Uh, I, I just want to do a quick aside of, I'm, uh, I'm imagining, uh, her, what was it? Her apron wrapped around her? Yeah, it yeah. was her apron. Just briefly want to wonder if her apron was, Ha, was embroidered with like wings and uh, <laughs> and like a fucking beak on, on top, like and, and gifted her. Like here's this apron. This is a swan costume. No, it's an apron. It's an apron. We Don't made it for it. you. <laughs> I made- <laughs> hey, honey, why don't you wear this? Why? Don't worry about it. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Okay, so uh, the metaphor one is the thing I think is the one I think I keep being on my bullshit about. And I think what I need to do is concentrate instead on the really solid ones. Metaphor, by the way, gets called into things like the book, The Haunting of Hill House. There's never actually any ghosts. There's observable stuff. And then there's the main character being fucking bonkers. Hmm. But observable stuff, like literally there was a funny noise in my living room. It was that level. So I think I get caught up in the metaphorical junk and I need to back up to the really practical reasons why ghosts are doing shit. Yeah. So, okay. So we had two ideas come up. Uh, idea one was the uh, uh, spacer's graveyard and seeing your double out there. Yep. And then presumably weird shit happens. The other idea was uh, FTL shenanigans. Again, your double. So I think I'm, I'm sensing that we're really happy with that doubling idea. It's not something you see too often. And and it provides for a lot of bullshit with science fiction, because it opens up opportunities for a lot of nonsense. Oh, yeah. Like, what well, is also, going on? Also, I think people can potentially relate with just how creepy and weird it would be to see your own ghost. Well, I mean, doppelgangers are a huge folklore thing. Yeah. Um, it's well, bad luck to see yourself. It's really bad luck to see yourself in bloody clothes. Ugh. Yes, but, I mean, like, the thing with a ghost is that it's explicitly meaning you have died somehow. Yeah. Or will die. Mm-hmm. Or are dead. Uh, Congratulations, you're mortal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the book. <laughs> By Kath Lundy. Uh, uh, I, I feel like it's important to point out with all this discussions of um, doppelgangers that mm-hmm. Us is a movie that exists uh, that I have not watched do because not I watch made. it. Pippen. Oh yeah, no, no. Don't I love myself. Uh, Us by Jordan Peele, excellent film. Very accurately uh, uh, shows the total creepazoidness of doppelgangers. And yeah, that was basically the basis of the horror. Moving on to like, what what do we want to do with this story? Then what do you, what what calls to you? Because ultimately, it's your story okay. that you're going to write. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um. Okay. So. I think I need, and this is another thing I'm going to need your help with, y'all. I think I need an issue going on in the protagonist's life. Like, so this is the final bit of bullshit that is like the cherry on top of the bullshit cake that is my character's life. Because okay. if it's just you wandering around your you know normal everyday life, I mean, then that's just an episode of Ghost Hunters. And that's not very interesting. Okay. What does this character do for work? Okay. So I'm going to say that we're not going to do Spacer's Junkyard because I, I think I'd want to do something different with it. I do want to do your FTL, Bren. Okay. Uh, Spacer's Junkyard, I'm going to save for something else. Also fair. People are like, Kat, those stories seem so similar. No, no, they're not. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so the in the Spacer's Junkyard, I'd want her to be the pilot and I'd want her to be on a single cruise, like one of those one-man automated ships. In the FTL mystery, part of what needs to go on is that she does not know who to it's a she now, by the way. She doesn't know who to trust. Fair. Yeah. Um, because the number of ways you can fucking die on a spaceship, numerous. And I love the idea of going through all the very many ways you could fucking die. Hmm. Um, <laughs> from the, again, from the manslaughter. Maybe she had her apron over her head. That happens in More space. Than you think. Yep. Random. It, like, a spaceship is an industrial 
level thing. You could just have an industrial accident. About the only thing that she could maybe cut off the list is the ship literally exploding. Hmm. That's what it turns out to be. Or, I know, actually. Yep. Now I'm like, like fuck. The last ghost she sees is her. her, her <gasps> it's outside. Her, Outside, outside the sp- outside the the window, floating like your uh in uh uh void story body in the void yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. it's like well that's not good <laughs> well, another so one uh, of one of, another one is being thrown uh by, mm-hmm. as if by an explosion ooh I do like that I mean but what's great is that like so what if all of the things that she's seeing are actually the result of a mechanical issue. Like, so of a perfectly normal series of events, except that they're tragic. But in the course of attempting to figure out what's going on, she, in fact, uncovers bullshit. A mystery. Indeed. Shenanigans, one might say. I always love having, like, the ship's engineer figure out all this stuff, because it's, like, the least likely person you want to do all that. Actually, that's a really good point. And then there's a reason for her to be going into all the industrial stuff. Yep. And also a reason to really be able to speak to the FTL stupidness and know what the actual timeline is, like why she can't speed it up, why can't she slow it down, why this and why that. Yep. I do like that. So I can't help but keep the other one in the back of my head. I really like how the other one, uh, the, 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 the Spacer's Graveyard, is very much one of those tales of isolation uh, and, and the horror thereof. And the horror of dead bodies, like, let's face it. Whereas the other one is much more of a paranoia thriller type thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think that would be more fun to write, mm. but that's just me. Well, I think the, I think Spacer's Graveyard is a short story. I don't think you can do much yeah. more with that. Unless you start doing weird other shit, like bringing in, like, different flashbacks or some bullshit uh, or, or multiple timelines. Like, eh, I don't feel like doing that. So short story for this. Book for this one. The, here's a question. What is the... Uh, What's the thing that she reveals in the course of her investigations? Hmm. Uh, so, is a, is a ship on some sort of, like, Wayland Yutani venture? That's uh, what, what does that mean? The evil corporation from, um, uh, Oh, from Alien? Yeah. Oh! So, like, um, oh, so, like, a mining thing. Yeah, a mi- With an alternate, with a, with a, uh, uh, hideous other purpose. Yeah, like, or any other, uh, venture. That with a hideous other purpose. So is it is it capitalism? Was capitalism the villain all along? It's always capitalism. It always <laughs> is. <laughs> there is no ethical ghosts under capitalism. I mean, there's something to that. Mm-hmm. So like a illicit smuggling operation, but like one actually condoned by the owners of the ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also the sci-fi answer of sci-fi response of a wizard did it, aliens did it, <laughs> and aliens having like. No, no, uh, our alien species regularly has ghosts. They're, they're part of our lives. Oh, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Oh, oh, shit. Wait a minute. Yeah? What mm-hmm. if, what if, uh, there is illegal, uh, creepy alien smuggling, uh, but the aliens aren't actually creepy, they just do weird shit to, like, space-time, uh, or cause hallucinations or something like that. And it's one of their lesser known. No, no, that's starting to sound complicated. No, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Never mind. Mm. Damn it. I still like FTL for that. I want to keep that. Sorry, bro. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'd like to avoid various human rights abuses as part of the what's actually going on in terms of like let's not have coded slaves or coded uh uh, uh human trafficking or coded yeah like like fuck that. If we're, I mean, oh, you want this to be a personal tragedy. Well, yeah, but also I think that there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of titillation involved in that. Mm. Mm. Um, and then cloaking that in things like aliens or whatnot. While it can be useful to help bring those topics to the forefront, it is marginally less useful than just saying, by the way, don't do human trafficking, don't have slaves, and by the way, human history blows. There's a lot of discussion about this in science fiction, by the way. If you yeah. can't tell. Mm. I almost think like, like, they are always, uh, smuggling, like, rare power sources or crystals or something, because that's what might cause a big explosion in a ship or something. Like, it doesn't always have to be, like, necessarily nefarious actions that caused, uh, mm-hmm. the murder of our main character. It could just be 
standard human incompetence at the end and then incompetence in trying to cover up whatever happened causing more bad things to happen yeah i like that there's a mystery to this and i like thinking of ghost stories as mysteries uh to whomever thought of that one because the cool thing about mysteries is provided you figure out what the central thing that happened is which is generally pretty straightforward but then you throw in every single other human fucking things up for their own personal reasons Yep. And it muddies the waters completely. And so that seems like this impossible thing. It's like, just because you know what the problem is doesn't make it easy to solve. Exactly. Mm, that's just good advice in life. <laughs> and just because it's something simple does not mean it presents that way. It's like when, you know, you have uh, a fairly straightforward medical thing, but the symptoms you get are for 30 different things that if you type them all into WebMD, you have... Uh, you're dying. <laughs> you have legionnaires and also somehow Dutch elm. Space syphilis? <laughs> That's the answer, Kat. It was space syphilis all along. The real friends is the uh, space syphilis we made along the way? <laughs> yes. Here, okay, so I've, I've taken all what you've said. Let me see if I can crystallize it or gel it or some, some shit. Okay. A ghost story in this particular case is a mystery. Uh, it is in space. It is a uh, plucky young engineer, or plucky old engineer, age doesn't matter to me, who uh, in the, the course of, let's say, the beginning of the, you know, the ship enters FTL, everyone unbuckles their seatbelts, and that's when uh, she sees the, the first manifestation. The manifestations are completely out of order. Yep. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And of course, there's like, what the shit's happening. So there's a whole series of trying to figure out what the shit's happening. It takes a while to figure out, okay, there is a narrative here. And at some point in this narrative, I die. So let's see if we can prevent that. Um, and there's a ticking clock. The ticking clock is the FTL. Uh, there is an assumed amount of time, but if something happens in real time that knocks them out of FTL sooner, is does that is that what causes the death, etc. and so forth. From there, uh, as uh, the various manifestations include, you know, just walking through wall, you know, walking through stuff, uh, or going down corridors, appearing unconscious on the floor at one point, out the airlock, whoops, or being thrown backwards, uh, maybe both, appearing bloody, other fun things like that. And then in the course of trying to figure out what the shit's going on, our character discovers that something hinky is going on on board. In this case, uh, we could say uh, capitalism. Yeah. Capitalism is going on on board. Somebody's trying to smuggle something to avoid taxes or actually smuggling is always a good one. Uh, but smuggling yeah. something that's fucking up something science wise. It's going to blow. There's a confrontation. Let's say, what if she realizes... Here's the question. Does she die at the end or not? Do you want her to? Does she, I think that's up to does you. Does she die to save the ship? Does she die to save the universe? Ooh. That could be one of the stakes. That's a good point. Um, she could die in the end. So there's a question of the visions she was seeing. Were they just uh, weird FTL shenanigans? Or was it legit her ghost? See, I like that. I like the question. Also, I, I'm I'll reminded a little bit of the classic line from Pacific Rim, where would you rather die, here or in a Jaeger? Which is that either way, you're gonna die. <laughs> That's happening, my friend. But what do you want to control the circumstances of your death? I would actually really like it if she ha if she sat down at the mess, which and then in fact becomes one of the manifestations she sees with a piece of paper mapping out the three different ways she could die. And having to pick which one. Oof. Um, and so there's one where she dies by blowing up the whole ship. This ends up killing uh, uh, several friends, including, as well as the bad actors, as well as whatever the smuggled goods are. There's the one where she blows the smuggled goods out, and it takes her as well. But there's got to be some other downside to that one. Like they drop out of space and they're in, like, dangerous space or something. Or maybe if, uh, maybe she finds out that the smuggled goods are being smuggled, but... Uh, it's because her good friend, who's like the captain, maybe, who's doing the smuggling, is going to get like his fucking legs, like his knees cut off or something like that if he doesn't deliver the smuggled goods. So, uh, yeah, yeah, she can blow the, the goods out the airlock and herself as well. But in doing so, she is going to doom uh, her friend who just did something stupid, but maybe doesn't deserve that. And then there's like option three, where <laughs> uh, she does nothing, but presumably 
She still dies somehow, and she doesn't know how. Do you control your death, or do you not control your death? Do you allow the smuggled goods to get where they're going, theoretically, and then just not know how you die? Is it somehow worse than her other choices? Oh, very good questions. Yeah. That you get so to answer. That I get to fucking answer. To be fair, I mean, now that I've come up with the with the one that we don't know, um, I'd like her to choose one of the ones she does know. Uh, I'd like her to choose the, I'm going to blow myself and the smuggled goods, which are like drugs or something. Out the airlock, my friend can live without his knees, uh, but he'll, you know, it'll probably be fine. However, circumstances conspire such that she is now in a position that she is stuck in the unknown one. Mm. And little does she realize that it's the unknown one that can actually lead her to saving the ship and herself. I like that. Uh, Journey into the unknown. That's a... It's a bravery thing as well. It's always good for a character arc. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, what do you guys think? This is a starting point, and I think we actually help steer into a direction at least. I, yeah. I mean, and also, I think that you guys gave some really good pointers in terms of uh, you know uh, uh, helping me out of my random bullshit. And if if the point of the podcast, among other things, is to talk about how to make a story, just how to work at one until one shows up. Uh, I, I think we've provided a couple of ways to think about that so as to help our listening audience do that. I mean, I'm proud of me because I don't even go here. Mm. <laughs> you mm. literally mentioned like three of the songs that we <laughs> ended up referencing as key tropes. Uh, that's because I have great musical taste. Yeah. <laughs> also, if this was an episode of like Tales from the Crypt, yeah, where the ending is that she he ends up dying. Like, now her not uh, FTL ghost is now haunting the bad actor. <gasps> oh, shit. Uh. I love that. Oh. That being said, okay, so I have a question for you guys. Do ghost stories require morals at the end? No. <sighs> no, not really. It's your story, so. Well, no, I'm just wondering, like, is that, a, is that not another feature of the trope? No. Uh, no. Or of the genre? No. No. Okay. Legit. I just, now the things you mentioned before, you know, trying to prevent tragedy or whatever mm-hmm. yeah that's that's the big thing okay morals are like tales from the crypt optional <laughs> yeah tales from the crypt or twilight zone or you know uh we're not aiming to make a black mirror episode here no. true but brendan maybe technology is the real villain <gasps> it always is uh, did, did i show you that video of ye oldie the black mirror i yeah, yeah that, was, oh. that was good uh, can you share, can you, wait, can you tell the listening audience? The internet comedy, uh, channel, uh, College Humor did a, uh, comedic video where Black Mirror was one of those, uh, what, what were they called back then? Morality like, play. Yeah, morality play. And everyone's like, oh yeah, technology bad. As they're like, as I use my plow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the plow has cut off my hand. <gasps> oh, technology. technology. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, guys, that was awesome. Do, do we have any? Do we have final thoughts? A final game? A final anything? For the game, I I think uh, we can go with a uh, twelfth night or or as you like it. The title game. Yep. The, yeah. the title game. Ooh. Oh, we have to name this shit. Here's the thing. I have an idea. Oh, shit. <gasps> go for it. All right. It. In which case, we're playing the title game. Uh, twelfth night woo-woo. or as you like it. Marin, we we just come up with a, a title for the, the story off the top of our heads. Here's my All title right. for the story that I'm not sure is going to match the the mood you're going for, but I don't care. Okay. Because you don't even go here. I don't even go here. What if the title is There Is No Ethical Consumption of Your Capitalism? Okay, that doesn't go, Pippin. I appreciate what you're but doing. But it, match, it matches the theme. <laughs> I think it could be a really fun uh, sort of comedy ghost story called There's No Ethical Consumption of Your Capitalism. Okay, but do we want to... Oh, you know what? To be fair, like, if I did want... If it's a plucky engineer, I do like giving them humor. Of like, course. Have but her run around being like, what the shit does this mean now? But it's not a humor story. If no. I were writing it, it would be a humor you story. You wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't, for one, but two, it would be a humor story. But no. All right. No one ever said it had to be a good title. Except that Pippin, we always depend on you to have the good titles. Listen, you need to <laughs> learn to fend for yourself. I'm not always going to be here. Oh, God. Wow. Bleak. Hey, and Pippin, be, Pippin, yes. uh, close your ears for just one second. I literally ignore it. Just we- hum to yourself for just a second, just so I can do this joke. Hey, Brendan and Alex. Yo. I just saw Pippin walk past my door. God damn it. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I know that you can't see your door from where you're sitting. <gasps> uh, you don't know <laughs> then me. Then who was watching the door? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. 
Okay, so we have Pippin's title. <laughs> Don't, it's, Pippin's uh, pause title. Listen, it is a title, maybe not the title for this uh, story, okay, but okay, it's okay, a right, title. Right. We Fuck could call you. it ethical consumption. <laughs> the ghosts of capitalism. We c- I think I have one to play with. Oh. Okay, the one that just popped in my brain here. Yep. Echoes from my future self. Okay. Hmm. Uh, just kind of playing with the various ghosting stuff. Mm-hmm. I worry that that's a little contemporary. Possibly, yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, better than Pippin. Sounds like a beach read. Come yeah. Better than Pippin. Oh, wow. You know the ship's name next is the ethical consumption. I fucking love that, though. <laughs> the next time you need help with a story, do not come to me. Really? Yeah. Even if they're all secretly you, Pippin? Uh, then go talk to your characters and they'll tell you don't talk to me. <laughs> all right, uh, Alex, what you got? Uh, something shadows. Ooh. Uh, the shadows I'm casting, the shadows we cast. Uh, what about, what about, shadows um, in space. what about spacers shadows? Spacers as in plur, uh, as a possessive. Yeah, yeah. Because spacers shadow, because they always, we're just mostly following the one, right? Well, I mean, because these are all her doing different things. Yeah. It's different points within the chronology. And one person can cast multiple shadows. It's true. Fair enough. Uh, so. Oh shit! What if, as her time is running out, they start showing up more and more frequently, and then blending together and shit? Oh yeah. Mm. It's like a ticking time bomb. Okay, I like that better. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so well, okay. Yeah. I kind of want to get that old school sif, you know, sifwa, not sifwa, sifnal feel. You know, sifnal? like what would a what would a bane book be called? Shadows of the sun. Of the sun. S U N. No, I'd have to have a male yeah. character then. S U N. Uh, oh, that's another one. She could she could drive the ship towards a uh, <laughs> a sun towards the sun and 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 blow the shit out of it. Fuck you all! <laughs> Boom. Shadows under Gamonide. Mm. Wait, that's gay. Hey, <laughs> I mean it would be awesome. Pippin would want to queer up my story. I always want to queer up stories. Obviously, the engineer is in love with the ship's doctor, who is another girl. Oh well, yeah, I'm just putting that out there. I mean, come on. Fair enough. Yeah, this is an amateur hour. This is an unrequited thing, though, and as uh, and she has to convince. <gasps> she has to convince the doctor that she's actually seeing it, and the doctor uh, keeps being like, "Oh my god, you've got the spaces." <laughs> she's space crazy. Like, no, you don't understand. And put down that syringe. What? What syringe? The one you're going to try to shoot me with, because I see me dying from anaphylactic shock like right now. What? I'm allergic to that. <laughs> I didn't see that in your rec. Oh no! Wait, you and then like and, and there's I'm, an interaction that I had. My God, I could have killed you. But you knew. She touches her face just lightly on the chin and then steps back. Brendan, did you already say shadows in space? No. No, Alex said spacer shadow. No, I said spacer shadow. Alex uh, said something else about shadows. Uh, oh, okay. I, I've been, I'm just trying to cycle through shadows. Well, in which case, I would also like to suggest shadows in space. I mean, you could, we could race to see who, who can get, uh, uh, the body in the void and publish first. <laughs> no, I want you to keep body in the void, even though that would be a good title. No! <laughs> No, yours is it, yours is perfect because the mystery is the body in the void. That's your deal. Hmm. You could have the title be something something mirror, like not black mirror, but like a. <laughs> well, wait. What if what if we we go really old school and and uh, name the ship something, and the book's title is the ship's name, which is coincidentally metaphorical of the entire story. Like uh, again, keeping shadow because I still like that. Um, Shadows of infinity. Hmm? No. Wah, wah, wah. That, that's more of, of a space. That's a space epic. Yeah. Um, shadows of light because it's gonna be light speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, faster than shadows. Actually, what? Faster than shadows might- isn't bad. Faster than shadows. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Kind of to contrast with sh- it's faster than light. That is a yeah. Right. That is oh an shit! There we go. And faster than sh- like yeah, but like sound out in your heads. Is it? I can't tell if it's really cool or kind of stupid. Uh. I think that's more of a sleep on it name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's like one of the editor. Let, let the editor decide. Yeah. Um, this is a working title. The editor can fix it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shadow Racer. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, yeah. No. That sounds like Speed Racer. Yeah. 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 Um. To be fair though, this is also me just copying Pippin's original, like from like episode three, two, Something. episode two maybe. Yeah. Uh, where Pippin did also the name of the story was also the name of the ship, which was reaching that far morning. Well, the name of the thing was RTFM. Yep. Reading the fucking manual. Uh, which also stood for Reach the Far Morning, which was the name of the ship. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Such a good name. Oh my god. There's something something fractal, or fractal something something. I need no more math. Badass fucking fractal. Shadow fractals. Ooh. Oh, uh, Fractured Shadows. That's Ooh. a very 19, like that's a 90s or 80s SF title. Yeah, that that is a very, so yeah, I, I like, like uh, Fractured Shadows. <laughs> nah. Uh, um, Shards of Shadows. Shadow shard. I, I think we're stuck on shadows, so we should probably. Okay. Uh, did we have? Did we ha- of of those? Did we have a a favored? Uh, just so I have I something to the... stick on my on my uh, work in progress title. I think the only work in progress title we kind of agreed on was faster than shadow. <laughs> <laughs> no regret. Which also sounds a little bit like maybe it's a horse girl book. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Listen, just embrace your inner that, horse girl. That's the one issue. <laughs> she was a horse girl when she was little. And now she's seeing ponies everywhere. <laughs> but that part, that part actually is just the space cooties. <laughs> okay. uh, Unrelated to anything else, but Benji's joined me up here in the office because I put the blanket that I had on my lap on the floor next to me and he curled up on top of it. Aww. And is now asleep. Is, can there be a, can there be a ship's dog? Yes. <gasps> the ship's dog sure. can sense it. Oh, that's how she knows she's not crazy. Yes. Yes! And also, there's not enough ship's dogs. There's ship's cats. But how many ship's dogs are there? Because you have to take the dog out for walks. I mean, there's a lot of corridors, man. Yeah. Now, as long as you have, like, a like a grassy deck, <laughs> which... Hydroponics bay. Yeah. Yeah. Some ships should have that, so why not? There you go. This ship does. This ship does! Because you know who's making up this ship? Me! Yay! I am the god king of the story, which explains why I needed to have three other people help me figure it out. <laughs> all right thank you guys it's also how you can kind of hint to the audience members mm-hmm. uh like who in the crew you can like instantly trust because like ah uh, they take care of the dog or yeah i can uh make it so that it's a hideous betrayal when it turns out they were the bad guys all along because even bad guys like dogs that's true yeah they're villains not monsters <laughs> <laughs> and on that note mm. thank you guys so much that was really awesome um you know, I, I think I got a lot out of this. Um, at the very least, two different story ideas. Um, and will you write either of them? <laughs> listen, I don't need to be kink shamed because clearly my kink at this point is saying I'm going to write a story and then not fucking doing it. <laughs> Way to go! <Thank> you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm remembering that vine where it's like kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> All right. So yeah, yeah, that was fun. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostoryissacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at nostoryissacred or send an email through contact at nostoryissacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostoryissacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. And please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story is Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash no story is sacred. See you next time when we talk about the 2006 movie, The Da Vinci Code. Yeah! Until then, where no story is sacred and any story can be changed. I'm Pippin. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. And I'm Brendan. And we're No No Story Story is is Sacred. Sacred.